0: Welcome to the Magnified Podcast, Detecting the Lies, where our mission is to bring awareness to the battle in which you find yourself in every day. What is this battle? It is the battle for your soul. And more than that, the battle is over how and where you use your energy. If the enemy can take over your mind and heart and what affects your actions, he has won the battle. So buckle up and get ready to detect the lies hello hello friends and welcome back to the Magnify podcast i am so happy that you guys are here today and i can't believe this is actually episode three now that you guys are joining me for and so i just want to say thank you guys so much for all the love and support so far on this podcast and i'm excited to dig into our first lie together this is exciting this is the first time that we're actually going to look at a lie and discover how we can fight back with the word of truth um, before we get started, I want to pray for us, so please join me as I pray. Dear Lord, I just want to thank you, God, that you are here, Lord. I thank you so much, Lord, that you are faithful and that you endure, Lord, and that you are living and alive. God, I thank you for your word of truth. I thank you for a time to come and study, Lord, and I just pray for the other person on the other side of the screen or not screen, I guess microphone tonight, Lord. God, I pray just peace over them. I pray comfort over them. God, I pray for understanding and clarity as we dig into the scriptures. And God, I pray that you might just come alive tonight, Lord, that you might, maybe it's the first time for the person tonight, that you really come alive. And Lord, I pray that you may win the battle over our lives and our souls, God. And I pray that tonight your word would just be alive. And it's in your great name I pray. Amen. So if you haven't been able to figure out yet, tonight's episode... I Stop saying tonight because people could be like listening to this like during the middle of the day and you're like, um, lady, it's not nighttime. When I'm recording it, it's nighttime. So if I say nighttime, uh, that's why. But the lie that we are going to be looking at tonight is simply this. What I do doesn't matter. I'm going to say it again. What I do doesn't matter. You guys, this lie, when I was... So let me just back up here for a second. When I was first putting this podcast together, I um, started to write up a list of lies that I believe the enemy tries to throw at us, and this list was really spirit-led because there was one night where I was just writing them all out, right? All of the lies that I've heard girls believe that I myself have believed at times, and I was just writing up this list so that when I would go to do episodes, I would just you know pick a lie, and that's what the episode would would be about, and. A few weeks ago when I knew, you know, I was preparing for episode three, I was reading through the list of lies and this lie, what I do, doesn't matter, made me angry. Whenever I read it, it made me angry and I was like, you know, I think just the fact that this lie makes me angry is a good indicator that I should talk about this lie and this is the truth that we're going to discover tonight as we go through this episode. I want to read you what I wrote down. Um, A few weeks ago when I was planning out this podcast, the truth that we're going to combat the lie, what I do doesn't matter, is this. We were all made for a unique purpose so that in turn, we may love those around us and ultimately bring glory to the king. And to combat combat this lie tonight, we're going to be in a few different places in scripture. Um, And I want to encourage you, if you have a notebook or a piece of paper or something at hand, and if you hear a verse or something that sticks out to you, I want to encourage you to write it down, because you never know when any of this could come in handy later on in life, when the enemy is throwing those fiery darts at you and you don't know how to combat it. This is exactly what this podcast is for, so that you may know how to fight back and have truth with you and on your side, because the truth... Our Heavenly Father is fighting for us and that's why he's ultimately given us his word so that it may be our sword of truth fighting back against the enemy and his lies. So on that note, we're going to be in a couple different places tonight to combat this lie of what I do doesn't matter. And the first place that I want to read in is 1 Peter chapter 4 starting with verse 10. It says this, Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. If anyone speaks, they should do so as one who speaks the very words of God. If anyone serves, they should do so with the strength that God provides. So that in all things, God may be praised through Jesus Christ. To him be the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. So I want to take the next few minutes here and just kind of go through mostly verse 10, but also add in verse 11 as well, and just see what we can grab from these few verses and apply to our own lives. So I'm just going to go back and read just the very beginning of verse 10 here. And it says, each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others. So I just want to stop right there, guys. It says, use whatever gifts you have received. This means that each one of us is the handiwork of God. He has created all of us for a purpose. And we have been all been given talents, gifts, and abilities to serve and glorify his name. And I know that sometimes we can get into this comparison game, right? Of just saying, oh, but I don't have what she has. I don't have what he has. I can't speak like that person. I can't sing like that person. I can't, you know, play football like that person. I don't have the abilities and talents that person has. Well, guess what? That's why God all made us different. It's because we each have our own gifts, talents, and abilities that God has specifically given each of us so that we may serve a unique purpose in his kingdom. And there are a few lies that I believe that Satan tries to throw under this big umbrella of what I do doesn't matter. And like I said, it's kind of like that umbrella. The umbrella lie is what I do doesn't matter. But then there's all these little ones that fall underneath it. And I want to talk about just three of those tonight. And... And not only are um, these just lies, I believe they are also things that the enemy tries to make us believe about ourselves and about our Heavenly Father. Because if he can get us to believe certain things about the world around us, guess what? We're going to act upon those beliefs, right? Like if I believe the sky is pink, then when I have a child, I'm going to tell that child the sky is pink. So... The first goal of the enemy, our first lie that we are going to be looking at that's under this, you know, big umbrella of what I do doesn't matter. The first little lie that I want to look at is to make us believe we aren't special and to doubt that God has made us good, special, and unique. I'm going to say it one more time. The first goal of the enemy is to make us believe we aren't special and to doubt that God has made us, that God has not made us good, special, and unique. Guys... Man, oh man, let me tell you how far from the truth this could be. And to prove that what I'm saying is true, I'm going to read a couple of Bible verses for you guys. And if you want to write these down, if this is a lie that you are struggling with lately, I just want to give you a few Bible verses that you can combat this lie with, that you can go to the book of truth and say, no, I am the handiwork of God. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. So I'm going to go ahead and read those verses to you. And the first verse is Ephesians 2.10. And it says this, For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus, to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Gosh, I can make the whole podcast, I think, just on this one verse. For we are God's handiwork. Right there, combating the lie that the enemy tells us that we aren't special and unique. That is not true, my friend. It says right here, for we are God's handiwork. He crafted us. He knit us together. He put just all the pieces right in your life. And not just your life, but also just in the way that you yourself were created, which means your hair, your eye color, the type of voice that you have, The laugh that you have, the freckles you have, literally every detail of your body just and of itself is purposeful. Every part of it is he wants to use for his glory and for his kingdom so that you may spur on others toward the kingdom and get others in so that others may become a part of the family of God. And then moving on to the next part of the verse, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. The initial lie of the enemy is to get us to believe that what we do doesn't matter. Like someone else will take care of it. Someone else is better and they will just get somebody else into the family of God. Somebody else will do it. But that's not what the... Word of God says. The Word of God says he created you with a purpose. He created you with a, very, a very specific purpose. And the thing is, he had it planned out before you were even born. Before you even knew what your gifts and talents were, he had it planned in advance. Isn't that amazing to think about? I mean, just think about this. Like, before you were born, He was like, you know, I want, let's say, Alyssa. I want Alyssa to have a loud voice. I want Alyssa to have a crazy laugh. I want Alyssa to have straight brown hair. And that was before my parents even met, before my parents' parents even met, before my parents' parents even met, before life itself existed. He prepared in advance for not just me to do good works, guys, but for you too. He prepared in advance for you to do good works. The second verse that I want to read to you is Psalm 139. And I know you guys have probably all heard the Psalm 139 chapter, but let me tell you, if you guys have not read it in a hot minute, you definitely should jump on over to Psalm 139 and read it. It is such a good passage of scripture and it's such just a comforting passage as well to know that we are known by God. Like He knows us inside and out. And I think just that in itself is so comforting. But the part that I want to focus on tonight is Psalm 139, verses 13 and 16. So I'm going to go ahead and read that. It says this, For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place. When I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. So again, this is saying, even before I was born, God knew our days. He numbered them. He knows how long each of us is going to live. And he has a very specific purpose for each of us. But the thing is, we can't live out that purpose if we're stuck in a mood of believing what I do doesn't matter. Because I don't know about you guys, but whenever I hear that what I do doesn't matter, It kind of brings on this feel of depression, not a clinical depression, but kind of of a ho-hum kind of life, right? (laughs) And don't get me wrong, I know, I know personally just how easy it is to fall into a thinking of just, oh, my life isn't great, like it's never going to get better, all those kind of thoughts. I know exactly what that feels like. But the thing is, those thoughts aren't truth. Those thoughts are lies from the enemy to get you discouraged from being, one, from who God has created you to be, and two, from influencing those around you and spurring them on toward the kingdom. And so these verses are just perfect in saying, first of all, God created us, he knit us together, and second of all, he has a wonderful purpose for us all. And he wants to use our gifts, talents, and abilities to glorify him and to bring others to the kingdom. Something else that I want to bring up and I want to encourage you on is that if you are listening to this and you're like, but I don't know what my talents are. Like, I don't know what God has made me to do. I don't know what I'm good at. I made up a list of, let's see, 24 things that I believe are gifts, talents, and abilities that God has gifted so many people with. And I believe that the Holy Spirit really led me to write these out. And I pray and hope that this list will help bring awareness to something that you think that you might be good at. And as you listen to this list, I'm getting ready to read it here. As you listen to this list, if something stands out to you, write it down, pursue it. Don't just let it be a little thought that passes by because you never know what God has created you to do, right? You may discover a hobby that you never knew you were capable of doing. You may find out that you are a fantastic sewer. You may find out that you love to bake. You may find out that you really love playing the guitar and musical instruments. So I'm going to read that list now. And like I said, if anything sticks out to you, please write it down. Please pray over it. Please see if this is something that God wants you to pursue. So here we go. Music, art, sports, writing, encouraging, giving, crafting, building, reading, Caring and serving, leading, speaking, making people laugh, problem solving, debating, hosting, baking or cooking, dancing, sewing, managing, worship, math, teaching, listening. You guys, there are so many more talents and gifts and abilities that I didn't even touch on that I know the Lord has put in someone out there who is listening to this And I just pray that these lists of things can start bringing awareness to you saying, hey, yeah, that is something that I'm good at. Hey, yeah, that is something I like to do. And to start getting you to think, how can I use my gifts, talents, and abilities to serve the Lord and to serve and love those around me? I also want to encourage you that if you have never taken a personality test such as the Myers-Briggs or the Enneagram test or even a love language test, if you have never taken those tests, I highly recommend them. I know that they have personally helped me in my own life. I'm just discovering who I am and who God has created me to be. I know that the tests as well also help You see just how you cope with life, how you see the world. So once again, the enemy wants to take our gifts and abilities and he wants us just to use them on ourselves, and not to let them shine and be a light for Christ. So the second thing our gifts are to be used for is for others, is to love, serve, and advance the kingdom. I've already kind of stated this already, but... Our gifts are not to be kept to ourselves, right? Like I was saying about the glory to God. Our gifts are supposed to be used to serve and advance the kingdom. So the second thing that the enemy wants us to believe is that he wants to stop our realm of influence. I believe this is one of the biggest reasons why the enemy throws the dart. What you do doesn't matter. He wants to stop our realm of influence. He wants, us to, he wants to stop us from using our gifts, talents, and abilities of serving those around us and advancing the kingdom. And there are a few verses here that I have for fighting against this. And I just have a few things that I want to share to help combat this idea of that our influence doesn't matter. And that is to find out what our gifts are really for. And that first thing is that our gifts are for God's glory and not our own the enemy was love love for us to just keep our gifts talents and abilities to ourselves and to use them for our own personal glory and not for God's glory and in colossians 3:17 it says in whatever you do whether in word or deed do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus giving thanks to God the father through Him. So right there we see in whatever we do, whatever we are doing, it is all for the glory of God. And in 1 Corinthians 10 31 is something very similar. It says whether you eat or drink or whatever you are doing, do it for the glory of God. Even eating and drinking, do it for the glory of God. So our gifts are not for ourselves. Sure, we might be able to enjoy our gifts sometimes, but they're ultimately for the kingdom. They're ultimately to serve and help those around us. So the second thing that our gifts are to be used for it's to not be used in our own strength. And we see this all throughout the Bible. We see that Moses, when God first came to Moses in Exodus 3 with the burning bush, God came to Moses and asked him to go back to Egypt and to deliver his people into the promised land. And one of the first things Moses did was complain, right? And to shoot back questions of saying, you know, who I am? Why should I go? I can't speak. I can't do this. And God said, I will be with you. It's going to be me who works through you. It's not going to be yourself. And I think that's one of the things that God always calls us to. God always calls us to a place in which it all depends on him and not ourselves. Because that's the only place where we grow. We can't grow in our faith and knowledge of God if we just stay where we're comfortable and where it makes sense and where you know life is good. The only places where we're gonna grow is where God takes us, where God has the control and not ourselves. So that is the second thing that I want you guys to grab onto is that our gifts are to not be used in our own strength. The last little point that I wanna make about Satan trying to make us believe and take away our realm of influence is he would love us to believe that our gifts, talents, and abilities don't have serious power. Guys, they do. Our gifts, talents, and abilities have serious power. And I just want to take a minute to think about this because I was taking a walk around our neighborhood one day and I started thinking, about the story of Jacob, and how Jacob worked for seven years to be married to his wife. And at the end of the seven years, he wasn't even married to the woman he thought he was working for. His uh, father-in-law Laban tricked him and gave him another one of his daughters, Leah. And so out of desperation and probably determination, Jacob worked another seven years. So 14 years he worked for his other wife, Rachel. However, here is the detail that I want you to grasp. Laban, out of his one decision to deceive Jacob and make him marry his other daughter Leah, literally changed history. If it had not been for that one decision of one man, we would not have the 12 tribes of Israel. We would not have all of Israel's history. We wouldn't have Moses's story. We wouldn't have so many pieces of history if Laban had not made that one decision. And I wanna stress that because from you, from one decision that you decide to make, It could literally affect generations. And I believe that you do have the ability to affect generations. I guess that's one of the other reasons why I'm doing this podcast is because I believe you have the power to affect generations. And it all starts with one lie. It all starts with one little lie. And my friends... I don't want you to not live in the purpose that God has created you to be just because of one little lie that Satan, how do you believe about yourself and what you do doesn't matter? Because if you believe that one lie, you could literally be inhibiting generations come all right and the third and final lie i have for you and i've kind of already mentioned it under this umbrella lie of what i do doesn't matter i think the enemy would also love us to doubt all who god is that he is a good creator powerful perfect and unstoppable i believe that when we start believing what i do doesn't matter we're inherently saying that god's creation isn't good we're inherently saying that we don't have purpose we don't necessarily matter We don't have a part to play in God's kingdom. And this is not true, friends. This is not true at all. I mean, you can just listen to my last two episodes about how God is a good creator. And in Psalms 119.68, it says, you are good, and what you do is good. Teach me your decrees. So right there, just in that one verse, it says, you are good, and what you do is good. This means he can't create bad. This He can't create evil. He can't create mistakes. He can't create anything of the sort, which means God is a good creator. And it means that you were created with a purpose, specific talents and abilities so that you may serve and love those around you. Before we end this podcast, I want to take a minute and just read a couple of verses from 1 Corinthians chapter 12, starting with verse 12. And I just want you to kind of listen to these words and let them flow over you. I really hope and pray that these words change you and that they start you thinking that, first of all, you are special and unique and you have wonderful abilities that God has given you. And second, you have a purpose in the body of Christ. You have a purpose to live out and to spread the kingdom around you. So here we go. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, starting with verse 12. Just as one body, though one, has many parts, but all its many parts form one body, so it is with Christ. For we were all baptized by one Spirit, as to form one body, whether Jews or Gentiles, slave or free, as we were all given the one Spirit to drink. Even so, the body is not made up of one part, of many Now if the foot should say, Because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, if it would not for that reason stop being a part of the body. And if the ear should say, Because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body, it would not for that reason stop being a part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, and where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But in fact, God has placed the parts in the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. And if they were all one part, giving greater honor to the parts that lacked it, so that there should be no division in the body, but that its parts should have equal concern for each other. If one part suffers, every part suffers with it. If one part is honored, every part rejoices with it. So you are the body of Christ, and each one of you is a part of it. And God has placed in the church, first of all, apostles, second prophets, third teachers, then miracles, then gifts of healing, of helping, of guidance, and of different kinds of tongues. You guys, we see right here, God has made each of us for a purpose and our gifts, talents, and abilities are not given to us to be wasted. God wants us to use them for his glory and not our own. They are to be used in his strength and in his power. All right, friends, let's go ahead and pray as we end this episode. Dear Father God, I just want to thank you so much for tonight. I thank you for the opportunity to learn how to fight against these lies of what we do doesn't matter. Lord, I pray that these words help somebody tonight and I pray for the person that after listening to this knows they need to make a change. Lord, I thank you that you want to help them fight this battle. God, I pray that you would make them bold, that you would make them strong and that you would help them stand up against the power of Satan and his lies and everything else that's coming against them, Lord. I pray that no weapon formed against them shall prosper. Lord, I thank you for your healing and I thank you that you want to help us overcome these lies in our life and to make us who you've created us to be. Lord, we love you, and I thank you, and it's in your great name I pray. Amen.